Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Chris Connolly. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Above all, we love bringing librarians and great books together. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, hi, hi. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, we're back. <laughs> we're all together. Again, we are. We are. We are getting ready for the holidays. Yes, we thought we would do a little musings one nine five for you before we went on a break. We won't have an episode next week during New Year's because don't we deserve a break? <laughs> We're all going to be at Times Square partying yes. it up. So. Yes. So we'll be with you in spirit, but we won't be here for the podcast. But we want to wish everyone a happy holidays. If you want to see our holiday card that we made, you can go to Twitter or Facebook and see that. It was quite hilarious. Um, And our video. Do we want to talk about our video for ALA? Oh, my God. Do you guys love our video as much as we do? It's pretty great. I mean, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Chris, have you recovered? I'm still feeling it a little bit, but yes, I'm proud of the work we all did. We did a lot of work. We ran a long ways. Uh, Well, if you don't know what we're talking about, we do a video for ALA Midwinter and Annual, and this year, we're not going to reveal on here if you haven't seen it, but go check it out. It's pinned to our page on Twitter, and it's hilarious. We're going to Philadelphia in January, so... Let your imagination run wild. It's um, always themed based on where we're going. We Here's a clue. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. <laughs> now you got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And if you watch it and you have a funny reaction, call us and let us know. Now we have a voicemail, which is exciting. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. It's fun because you can we can hear back from you. It's not just you're listening to us. So if you watch the video and you want to tell us what you thought, you might get on the podcast. The number's 212-207-7773. And we want to hear from you. That sounds like a cab lo- uh, sounds like a <laughs> cab driver thingy. I think of like late night radio shows, like late night radio <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. Night we night can night get night. your money for you. Late yeah. Night librarians <laughs> calling in. Ooga. <laughs> it's your money and you need it now. Um, but we would love to hear from you, and we've had some really great podcast episodes, so if you have any thoughts on those, let us know. We had two great Library Reads announcements and a great call with Owen Colfer, as well as Tessa Bailey, um, on the last episode, so lots of fun things for you to catch up when we're not here next week. Very um, cool. Very cool. But anyway, we're happy, wishing you happy holidays, and we wanted to tell you a few books that we are going to be reading over the break. Holidays, past, present, and future. How's yes. that? Ooh. All right. So we're going to talk about a book. We're going to talk about a book from the past, from the present, from the future. Past goes first. 
past. That's you. Past, past. Okay, well, and I'm focusing, I think, on just one author. Yeah, Because man. I love him. Peter Swanson. If you're listening and you like thrillers or you like mysteries, you just like a darn good read. Peter Swanson's your guy. I think he's one of the best thriller authors working currently. Uh, the first book I read from him was Her Every Fear, which came out oh, probably three or four years back. So this is my past book um, about a woman who kind of apartment sits. this Her cousin's apartment in Boston. Her cousin, she never actually meets him. He sets off. He has some business overseas. She takes this apartment, and she has this sinking feeling that someone is inside the apartment and she is a little psychologically sensitive or um, she's in a tough place mentally. She's in a tough place mentally. She's in a tough place mentally, and you just don't know what's real and what isn't. It's so creepy. Um, Yeah, I just, I I love Peter Swan. So that was my first introduction to him. Okay, so now present. Present, present, and here's... And it would make a, a good present. And it would make a great present. Lainey, you took the words right out of my mouth. Okay, the book that I'm going to talk about, thank you, as if that singing weren't enough of a present, I'm going to talk <laughs> to you about a book that makes a great present in the present time. Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson is one of the best books I have ever read. It harkens back to the feeling I had when I read Wally Lamb's book, She's Come Undone, which has stuck with me ever since I read it. And that's how I feel about this book. Uh, and I'm not alone. The praise, I, you know, I have to tell you, back when we read this thing, we didn't know what anybody was going to think about it. And when people said to us, it's about, um, you know, this, this woman who's the caretaker for these two kids that spontaneously combust when they get irritated, I thought that sounds kind of odd, um, and I don't know about this at all. Is that and the language you used? Yes, that's the politically correct <laughs> diplomatic language that I used so that I can keep my job here at HarperCollins <laughs> Publishers. Um, but, um, but honestly, from, day, from page one, this thing took me in, didn't let me go, and I love this book so much because it is so not about kids exploding. It's about family and the families that we make, and the role of parents, and the importance of that role of parenting, and um, there's a million things. There's a million things about this book that I love and messages that it gives without being, um, you know, I don't know, without hitting you over the head with any messages. It's just so good. I mean, Kevin Wilson has written this book and has gone on what, all these talk shows, and he's been everywhere talking about this book. And he, you know, we've heard him talk about it, and it's sort of the same kind of a speech, but every time I hear him talk about it, something else comes through. And when he, this was a Jenna Bush selection from the Today Show. I mean, this got, this thing has every accolade you could think of. It's amazing, Um, including being a lead read. But one of the things that he said on the Today Show was, that when he uh, he said, you know, look, kids spontaneously combust in many ways. And he talked about his own kids and being in the grocery store with them. And you never know what is going to set them off because they're hungry or they, they're not getting what they want or they're tired or they're whatever. And, and as a parent, you just don't ever know what's going to make them go nutty. 
And it's a completely different experience than if you're just in the store by yourself doing your own thing. And so it's always on your mind. Um, and I think that's really what, you know, he's saying when he's saying that these kids smoke when they start to smoke up. Um, is that they're irritated and they're agitated. And, um, and how do you deal with that? And it's just a beautiful book. It's, it's, it doesn't even have to go into any more description. You just got to pick it up and read it. All right. So the latest and the greatest about this, BuzzFeed says, um, nothing to see here has been now chosen for their January book club pick. PBS NewsHour is going to air um, the interview that Kevin Wilson did with them. Um, I, I don't know. It's in everything. It's in a New York Times gift guide. O Magazine is, it's in their magazine. It's in their January issue. It's everywhere. You can't not know about this book. My mom knows about this book from the Jenna Bush Hager. Oh, Jenna yeah, Hager. Jenna Bush Hager interview. Yeah, yeah. and and she was kind of like you, I think. She initially was like, well, okay, exploding kids, Destiny's a little outside her normal wheelhouse as far as her reading tendencies. But then when she heard it explained a little bit more, and I think you put it so well, just that the family that we choose or the family we're born with and how those two play with each other and this woman trying to find her way and kind yeah. of finding it through these kids. It, I think it really resonates with people once they yeah. hear a little bit more about it. Yeah. Kevin sells it. Like, yes, hearing yes. him. And you should go listen to Virginia's interview with Kevin on the podcast at ALA because it's so great. And just hearing straight from him, I think there's no better way to – you just – what you wouldn't find on the cover, like, he just gives so much soul to this book, even picking it up. And you have to hear him explain more about him yeah. and his life, and just a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really wonderful. And it's, in a nutshell, it's about this woman who reconnects with an old friend they'd had a falling out, and they get together again, and um, she becomes the nanny or the caretaker for these two children. Um, the catch is that when these kids get upset, they spontaneously combust. They are never hurt. And we make that clear. They're never hurt, strangely. They just sort of like, you know, you douse the flames and you go on. But what was it that made you so upset? What got under your skin? What set you on fire? And how was it dealt with? And how were you treated? It's so good. I wish I could read it again for the first time. That's how I feel about that. Best we can do is share that experience with others so they get to enjoy yeah. it for the first share? time. Did you say share? What? Oh, share. <laughs> oh, have nothing to see. Yeah. <laughs> I had to end on that because it's that's my gift to you. It's wonderful. Anyway, thank, thank you. And happy holidays to everybody. And I don't know. Be safe. Be good. Have fun. Look both ways when you cross the street. Yeah. Hug someone who needs a hug. Yeah. I need hugs. 20 seconds, I was reading. 20 seconds. Hold on to your hugs for 20 seconds at least. That's when the real seconds? emotional... That's I know it seems hug. long, maybe a little intimate. Just do it. <laughs> do it. We can spare an extra however many seconds between... You know what? I would say one much beyond 20 seconds and HR is going to get a phone call. <laughs> yeah, are we like doing Mississippi's okay. or is it just one, two, three? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Chris, but... You, just, you got a hug and hug tight. Don't let go. Really? 20 seconds. Well, no, I mean, you want to develop maybe? an understanding that when you go in, like, <laughs> right, maybe warn people, like, all right, this is going to be a long hug. <laughs> Give an opportunity I'm to a hugger. Now. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Oh. But, I'm going to have to look up the science on that one. 20 seconds. It's kind of like, it's not like the, fo the food on the floor rule. <laughs> 
Maybe it's like the 36 questions rule where, you know, they came up with that thing where it's 36 questions and you like fall in love with somebody if you answer them all. Maybe it's like that, but it's for like another step. It's not just a person you see on the street. It's like someone you really know. That's the oh. 20. That's well, the next level 20. I could do 20 home. with somebody I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I know you, but I've. I mean, you know, I don't know. It would be weird to be holding on to you for 20 seconds. I just feel like HR would get a phone call. No words. No No. noise. Just hugs. I don't know, Chris. Someone in our cubicle next to her, like, I don't know. They've been hugging for like a full 20 seconds. They read it wrong. They read 20 minutes. Let's let let down these burdens, these insecurities, and just just hug. Just hug. Just hug it out. Hug it out. Hugging of you. All right. Well, why don't you hug us and take us into take us into the future? And okay. Sit back, lady. Let it's go not of us. A, it's a little bit of a long, uh, <laughs> a long drive to the future because this book is not out until September 2020. But I wanted to talk about Hinch by Natalie Zeno Walshots. So this one we have a while. It's coming out. It's the fall 2020. But I'm in the middle of it and I am loving it. And it's not always what. My the worlds I know a lot about like I'm I like the superhero movies but I'm not a, I don't know everything I don't I'm not a nerd about it but I do enjoy them and so this book kind of gives you the best of both worlds it's like a crossover you have a, some a person living in the superhero world but they're not necessarily a superhero or a villain they're kind of in the middle and it's all about henchmen or hench people if you will hench people <laughs> I like it um and so in this story we have Anna who works kind of more on the seedy side of operations for um, for the evil people in this world. And they always go up against these superheroes, but she's, you know, like a, a temp doing data entry. She's a, a hench person. And she, you get to really see a different side of things because when you watch movies or read books about superheroes and villains, you're always like, well, what's happening to that person who got hit by the car in the corner? <laughs> like, what they live in this world, and what are they going through every day? So I really liked it because you get to put yourself in this world without being kind of the hero or the villain. Um, but when she is working for this villain, she gets wrapped up in this terrible incident that happens, and a superhero um, hurts her in the struggle to save other people. And she decides to go on this deep-end research project where she essentially calculates how much damage these superheroes are doing while they're quote-unquote saving people um, when a lot of the evil people are really just like there for some money. (laughs) They're not there to hurt anybody all the time. So it's really cool because, I don't know, I've never really thought about it before. Like, They really do like destroy the whole city. (laughs) And where does it, what, where are the taxpayers' money going? Um, and so when she starts calculating this, she really gets known in this world, and then she goes to work for somebody, who, uh, this uh, villain, obviously, but she goes to work for him, and she is starting to be pulled into bigger projects, and is she going to mess with some of these superheroes because she has all this data on them? Um, and I'm, I'm fully there. It's very immersive and really uh, quick to get through. You keep turning pages, and it's very witty, and I don't know. I can't wait to finish it. So that's what I'll be reading over the break. Wow. That's a great sell because, I don't know, the, the um, fact that you can't stop thinking about something, you can't wait to get back to it, right. that's yeah, that's the litmus test, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, Marvel movies continue to pull in billions of dollars, but I think what's exciting is it's all kind of the same basic 
storyline kind of reworked. But it's essentially the same stuff. It's kind like, of like it's going on in the background, and you're mm-hmm. zooming in on yeah, one little person. Like this is something I think very, yeah. like there's subversive takes on the superhero genre. There's like you know, anti-heroes. There's all kinds of different attempts mm-hmm. to shake up a genre, which I think is a little stagnant at times, like the superhero yeah. genre. This is something very cool, I think, something very new and, yeah. and fresh. So I'm I'm really excited to tip in. You sold me on it, Lena. Yes. Yeah. Your gift. I think what um oh, happy holidays. <laughs> um but what I think also is really a pull for it is people that don't like superhero movies don't like it because they can't see themselves in it. It's very mm-hmm. like fantasy yeah. or very like not my thing. But in this, you can see yourself living in this world and like how you would be pulled in between to think like you don't have superpowers, so kind of defenseless against some mm-hmm. things, but you have to live in it, so you have to choose. Are you going to be good or are you going to be bad? And who is the good and bad person? It's oh. really cool. I see this being your the big the book that you champion for the next year. I see this we'll because see. you you've you've really embraced this, and you're to- I mean that's a great yeah. that's a great wrap up of that oh, book. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm in the middle of it, so I haven't finished it all the way, but I will check back in with you guys. All right. All right. All right. So we've given you a few, one to look forward to, and two you can go read right now, and we will see you after the first of the year. Should we carol ourselves out? <gasps> you want to? That was on the fly. That was not bad at all. Wow, we can go caroling. Let's do it. Let's do it in the Tiki Hut. Yeah. Okay. God, I love that. So before we go, remember our voicemail. Leave us a voicemail if you've read Nothing to See Here or... Peter Swanson, her every fear. Yeah, either of those, let us know. Or if you're excited for Hinge, let us know. 212-207-7773. Call now. (laughs) Have a great holiday. Bye, all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.